Hello, you are listening to the Fairy Pod Mothers. I'm Stephanie, and tonight I'm joined by Amber and Rachel. It has been a little while for all of us because we've been busy with summer and traveling and back to school time. Um, so tonight's episode is really all about what we did this summer, what our vacations were, um, and Amber and I have um, a shared experience that we'll get to talk about a little bit that was really neat, really different. So how's back to school going, getting back into the swing of things? Um, slowly, but surely. Yeah, my oldest started middle school. And so that's a pretty big transition that we're getting used to. And then um, the youngest is in first grade. So that's not a huge change for her. She was at the same school for kindergarten. So how about y'all? Uh, it's been pretty crazy over here. I feel like we were in kind of, you know, summer mode there for a while and on our own schedule. So waking up at seven again every day has been <laughs> fun, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> <Yeah. adjustment. laughs> Stephanie, how about you? It, it, so our transition was really challenging because we got back from Disney World. We pulled into our driveway Sunday at 4 a.m. Um, thanks to some flight delays and a flat tire. And, um, oh my and then they started school the next, they started school that Monday. Oh, wow. So that was really hard. Um, but they're now wrapping up their second week and they're getting back into the swing of it. And we pretty much wake up at the same time every day anyway for summer camps. So it's been a little bit of an easy transition. That's cool. good. It's nice. It's nicer on me that I don't have to drive anybody. I can rely on the bus now. Mm, good call. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, so Rachel, why don't you start with telling us about your trips this summer? Okay. Well, you guys already heard about, you know, my wish cruise, mm -hmm. but um, I know that I mentioned on a previous podcast that I was going to Alaska this summer. So we went to Vancouver, which is where the ship was going to sail out of. And we went to Vancouver for three nights. And then we took a Disney cruise on the Wonder to Alaska for seven nights. And then we went back to Vancouver for three nights. Um, we figured if we were going to go that all that way, we might as well make the most of it and make it a nice long trip. And your pictures of Vancouver were amazing. And like, you just, I don't know, you, you have a vibe, like you kind of fit Vancouver, like a glove. I kind of felt the same way <laughs> looking at your California pictures. So I just feel like you are in your element out there on the West coast. I feel like it too. Vancouver was so amazing. Like I didn't realize how incredible it was going to be. And now I'm like obsessed with going back out that way and going north and trying more places in that area. I am doing an Alaska cruise next year with Royal Caribbean. Um, my brother-in-law and sister-in-law are both recently retired military. And so they requested that we get one out of Seattle. Mm. And I'm excited for that. But I am also a little bummed because I wanted to take one out of Vancouver also. But I think it's just easier on them if we go in and out of the U.S., I've been to Seattle and Portland, so I thought it would be like those places. Um, I would say it's a lot cleaner, um, less unhoused people there, um, very beautiful on the water, and just tons of outdoor things to do. The weather was great. I don't know that it's always great, but it was when we were there. 
And if you like the outdoors, hiking, biking, you know, eating, (laughs) um, there's a ton to do. There's a really cool suspension bridge park there that we went to that everybody loved. We did like a, a six hour bike around the city and got to, you know, learn everything we could in six hours about Vancouver from a guide. Um, so we did some really cool things there. And what a cool experience for your kids. Like the educator in me is just like (laughs) so happy about all of the different like educational opportunities that you get from just seeing and experiencing a different part of the world. Um, Even though I guess Canada is a different countries, but I don't know if the culture like compares, do they, you know, notice a difference between Ohio and Vancouver, but. Oh, yeah. Like I think of my own childhood, I didn't get on an airplane until I was in college. And so I think it's just so neat when kids have the opportunity to see the world and experience it out outside of a textbook. Yeah. And Vancouver is a super international city. I think that like a third or a, even like almost half of the population is Asian, like some Asian, hmm. um, you know, country. Um, so there's tons of different languages being spoken there. There's obviously like French Canadians. So you hear a lot of French, um, very diverse, which was also cool. Yeah. And then as far as the cruise goes, we went on the wonder, um, we've been on that ship before. I love that ship. That was the first one we ever went on. We had three Alaskan ports that it stopped at. We went to Skagway, Ketchikan, actually four. Dolls Glacier and what's the other one? I have no one idea. One other one. <laughs> <laughs> um, Alaska's wild. Like I, <laughs> I don't know what how else to put it. It's rough, like rugged, right? Rugged right. terrain. It's a rainforest, so it's wet. It rains a lot. It only is um sunny fifty days a year, so two of the days were beautiful. And then the rest of the time it rained. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you're expecting, you know, sunshine during your cruise, that's not going to be it. It right. was in the fifties and sixties the whole time, the scenery, the outdoors, the views, the hiking. I mean, if you, again, if you like the outdoor stuff, it's incredible for me, it's probably a one and done only because I want to see other places, but it was like our, one of our bucket list trips. Yeah, totally. I have always said that if I have to bring a coat, it's not vacation. (laughs) So, but I did, I did get, you know, this is going to be a family thing. We're going with, um, my husband's brother and his family and our sons are the same age. Um, and I found a really cute white coat at Costco for $30 over the weekend. I'm like, okay, I'll start buying stuff for this trip to try to get excited about it. But <laughs> I think it'll probably also be a one and done for me. And if, I haven't even gone yet. If you have a chance, I don't know what Royal's like. And I'll say this for people doing Disney Alaska or wanting to do it. The day that you go to Dawes Glacier, you can take a smaller ship that gets you closer to the glacier because the glacier calves, right? So the ice falls off of it. The wonder cannot get that close to it. The big ships Mm. can't. So if you want to get a closer view of the glaciers, you can go on a smaller ship and book that excursion. Totally worth it. It was the coolest thing we've done. 
Um, we saw orcas. Oh my god! We saw seals. We saw the calving where that glacier was, you know, falling into the to the water. Um, we saw black bears walking along the coast. Like it was amazing. And it was also one of the days that happened to be gloriously sunny. So it was just like the prettiest, you know, thing I ever saw basically. Wow. Yeah. So I don't know. It was amazing. The wildlife was really cool. It's so beautiful. And I know it sounds so sad to say this, you know, the glaciers are melting. So we felt like we needed to go see it and like they're melting fast. I mean, we learned how, where they were 20 years ago and where they are now. I wanted to get there. So I think it's good. You're going Stephanie, because you don't know how long, you know, you're going to have right. to do that. What ship are you on, Stephanie, on Royal? Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> you can I, get back to us. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know. Um, and I Probably a it. smaller one, because to get up the straight, it can't oh, be I, too big. I think it's the quantum of the seas. Okay. Um. I just remember getting excited because it has one of the balls that like goes out off the ship. Um, like you get into it and it's on like a high, I say hydraulic arm, but it's huge. Mm-hmm, and it goes mm-hmm. out over the side of the ship and then it comes back. And I thought that would, you know, it'd probably be perfect anywhere, but especially Alaska, if we luck into a sunny day. Yeah. The, the, my other, one more thing, sorry. My other favorite thing about that cruise was the characters were so freaking adorable with their little oh, they were. outfits on. Oh my God. Like Minnie had her parka on and Daisy had Ugg boots on and <laughs> Mickey was wearing a rain slicker. Like they were just, okay. Goofy was a lumberjack. I mean, they were uh. so adorable. So the pictures are fun on those ship, that ship. Yeah. I you need that. to put them on our socials. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. What about you guys? Tell me one of your trips. So I think since we recorded last, the only other one I went on was our short Disney trip where Stephanie and I both did the VIP tour. Does Stephanie, did you have another trip in addition? I'm trying to remember. Well, so while we were like the VIP tour actually came kind of in the middle of my family trip. We were there for seven days, eight days, seven nights, something like that. Um, and there was a lot of things that we did on this trip that we haven't got to experience before. So I don't know if we want to start with the VIP and then I'll finish up with the rest of my trip. Sure. Okay. Um, I don't remember if I told you guys about our one day New York City trip that we were planning, my husband and I, um, back in July. I found really cheap um, tickets on Frontier up and back. So we were gonna leave Atlanta in the morning, the first flight out, spend 12 hours in New York City, do some touristy things, and then fly back on the last flight that night. So literally up and back in the same day. Oh my gosh. Unfortunately, we found out we had um, a couple members of our family came down with the virus right before we were supposed to go. So mm-hmm. I haven't heard up- about this virus before. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ruining everything. So All right. Go we, ahead. Got, we had the big C in <laughs> the Wickham house. So we um, just, even though, even those of us that didn't test positive, we um, pretty much quarantined for two weeks 
um, when we found that out because that made us reschedule our Disney cruise. We were planning on sailing on the 4th of July. And then, so we ended up sailing on like July 25th or no, July 18th. So it got pushed back two weeks. I don't remember if we recorded since then or not. So I don't know if I've talked I about it, but. Do I mean, remember you talking about that. Okay. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just as a side note, I'm watching one of my guilty pleasures is Married at First Sight. And the season that I'm watching on Netflix is the one that they were filming when COVID hit. So they're like at the beginning of everything and it's giving, I like, I hate to use this, but it feels a little bit like PTSD. Like this was a collective trauma that the entire world went through and seeing footage of people reacting to it for the first time. is just, yeah. it's wildly upsetting, like more than I thought it was going to be. But anyway, that was just if the listening audience is noticing that we're jumping around a little bit tonight. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, so this is the first episode of the Fairy Pod Mothers that we've done unscripted. Usually we have a script on the screen where, I mean, we don't go word for word on a script, but we have bullet points of things that we want to talk about. And tonight we were like, let's just wing it and talk and see what happens. So and my favorite thing. It is what it is. If they don't like it, they'll turn it off. But we want you to stay, okay? Yeah. I, I <laughs> That's always been my favorite thing when people from other podcasts are on. They're like, wow, you guys are so organized. I know, yeah. <laughs> okay, so New York didn't happen. We know about the cruise. Let's yeah. go to the VIP tour. Back, yeah, VIP, VIP tour. Yeah. Yes. All right, so Stephanie and I, along with eight other agents at Main Street and More Travel, were lucky enough to get to go on a VIP tour at Walt Disney World. Um, why did I say Walt Disney World? Like Disney World. Um, so we started at Epcot. Um, I guess we'll just let's talk about the just the rides that we did and then like the VIP experience, I guess. So we had six hours with our VIP tour guide. So we knew we wanted to do all four parks. So we only hit maybe a, just a few rides in each park, um, just so we can make it to hit all four. So we started in Epcot. Of course, we did um, the new Guardians of the Galaxy ride there. What was the song that we got on Guardians? We got Disco Inferno. It was That's super fun. One. That yeah. was my second time riding it. What about you, Stephanie? Um, so I got Disco Inferno when I rode with you. We did an individual lightning or no, we got boarding passes later in the week and I got, um, oh my gosh, <laughs> I got the, um, the Blondie one. Why can't one way I, or another. one way or another. And then, um, we did individual lightning lane another day and. I honestly can't remember. Um, Conga, September? Conga, I got Conga. Okay. Um, and the via, the tour guide, he was a, just a, a well of knowledge, like a very deep well of knowledge. And so he was telling us um, that the ride experience changes just slightly with the songs. Mm -hmm. So you have some like faster BPM songs that, the ride gets a little more chaotic, um, which would be 
um, Conga and Disco Inferno. And then September, which is the one I really, I like wanted September each time. So then we did Rider Swap because my daughter hated the ride when we did, um, when we got the uh, boarding pass, she absolutely hated it. So when we did the individual lightning lane, we got to save $17 and (laughs) we did Rider Swap. So my son got to ride it twice. And of course, Mm -hmm. when he went with my husband, he got September. Oh hey, gosh. I got September and Disco Inferno, and I thought Disco Inferno was more fun. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, for why can't I remember the name of this song? The Blondie song. <laughs> Whatever that song is, I had forgot to take my motion sickness medicine. So I was really, really worried, but I managed okay, thanks to our tour guide Jonathan. He Aww. gave us some tricks for uh managing some of the motion sickness yeah he said um well I had heard if you sit in the front ride vehicle then that's better for motion sick people um but what he said is if you can keep your eyes on the track or sit like make sure you can like see the track because what happens is since the way that the cars rotate you're you're going one way but you're facing another way um it plays tricks on our brains and so your equilibrium gets thrown off so if you can keep your eyes on the track it tells your brain i'm going this way and then you don't get as motion sick so listeners there's your trick if you want to ride guardians and if you're prone to motion sickness try to have the tracks in your view the whole time and so I'm going to go back a little bit besides like getting to pick the rides that you guys wanted to go on. Did you like actually go behind the scenes at Epcot or what's the, like what's the The, extra besides getting to the front of the ride? And then also you're getting the knowledge, but is there like behind the scenes stuff? um, Just when you're going from one part to another, um, I guess maybe if you were going from one place to another within a park, you might go behind the scenes, but we never did. Ours was like, so we rode Guardians and then Test Track. And then we went out like a side door behind Test Track. And there was like an employee parking lot right there. Mm. And so we got in a a van and that took us to Hollywood Studios. When he parked at Hollywood Studios, we walked into a side entrance beside Rock and Roller Coaster. So we actually didn't go in the front entrance of any of the parks. You don't get ticketed in or go through security or any of that. I just, well, you do going into your first park because you, well, we met them in a park. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I know sometimes you can meet them at your resort, but that's not really advantageous to take advantage of the time. Yeah. Um, So we scanned into the, into Epcot when we got there because we met him by test track. Okay. And do they um, take you around in a minivan? Is that what they use? A van van. Not a okay. No, it was like a, one of those like sprinter vans. That's like 15 passenger. Um, yeah. Okay. But they, not at the first park, not when we left Epcot, but every other park after that, when we arrived to the van, they had it, he was like texting them, I think. They had it running with the air conditioning going. And then when we got to the next park, they were like greeting us with snacks. It was, it was very nice. That's cool. Yeah. Mickey bars. No, I'm kidding. 
They wouldn't well, be able to keep their pole, right? <laughs> yeah. They did? At Magic Kingdom, yes. And oh, I, fun. Uh, like this might be a your mileage might vary situation um, depending on who you get and maybe what kind of mood they're in. I don't know. Mm. But he had, he gave us um, bottled water a few times um, coming off of rides. He would have, you know, 10 bottles of cold water waiting on us. Um, the one at Galaxy's Edge was fun because Dasani was written in Batu language, whatever they speak on Batu. Um, so that was fun. And then, yeah, at Magic Kingdom, which was our last park that we did, he was, he got his ice cream coming off of Space Mountain. So we voted like, who wants strawberry? Who wants Mickey bars? Who wants yeah. an ice cream mm -hmm. sandwich? And he brought everyone what they wanted. That's cool. Okay. So Epcot. Now what about Hollywood? What did you guys do? We did, we did rock and roll coaster. Yeah. I forgot about that. And then rise. I was just excited about Rise because we did Chewy Mode and I had never heard of this before. That's not Rise. That's Millennium Falcon. Oh, dang it. No. Okay. You're right. See, non-Star Wars fan over here. That land is wasted <laughs> Wait, on me, you Chewy guys. What is Chewy Mode? I haven't heard of this. I'm so excited. I'm, I'm talking about the wrong ride. So we did Rise <laughs> the Resistance and then we did um, Smuggler's Run. And apparently there is Chewy Mode that you can activate on Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run. Basically, you touch, you know how there's buttons, like there's the gunner's buttons, there's the engineer the pilots. Yeah. yeah. So the pilot has to move their joysticks in a certain position. The gunners have to push these buttons at a certain time, like certain buttons at a certain time. Basically, you have to like, I'm using air quotes, act like you're breaking the ride. And then Chewie takes over and pilots instead oh. of Hondo. What? And he screams at you the entire time. Oh my God, <laughs> I want to do that. But is like, that like a new thing or it's just hidden, like it's a secret? It's just like a secret thing. Oh my yeah. gosh. He said that like everybody has to mess up in a specific way before the cast member closes the cockpit. And, but then you don't, you're not getting, cause you know, the first time I rode Smuggler's Run with the family that week, you know, Hondo is giving you all of these instructions, like where to go. Yeah. And if you go into chewy mode, he's ticked off at you. He's screaming at you the entire time. <laughs> so you don't get any instructions. And so our tour guide was helping us because we were trying to score that part. I got completely lost on was we were trying to get a certain score or whatever, but he was pretty excited that we got chewy mode and that we scored so well. And there's like wow. a, some kind of vehicle it looks like like a big like tra tractor trailer size thing that you're trying to shoot down from the sky so like to get chewy mode and we shot that thing down so I think that's what he said he was really impressed about Wow. Now I want to do chewy mode, but it feels like a lot of pressure to like do all the things right to get to it. Everybody in the ride vehicle has to do it. So it would definitely be, so we were split up into six and five. So the other group, um, they actually talked to the random person that joined their crew into doing it. Like she was real cool about it. Um, but yeah, it would definitely be something you have to make sure that everybody's on board. So you're either riding with five other people that you know, or you're going to make some fast friends. Hatching a plan before you step in the car. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
But yeah, that cool. was fun. Sorry, I jumped. I completely skipped over Rise of the Resistance because I no, was so excited about right. Chewie. <laughs> <laughs> and this is coming from someone who I would rather be over in Toy Story Land. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, so how about, where'd you go after Hollywood? Um, after Hollywood. We went to Magic. Magic Kingdom, yeah. Okay. And this is where I, our plan went a little sideways because um, it started raining. And so Thanks, we Florida. Were, yeah. <laughs> so we were going to do like Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. And we were going to do all the mountains. Flash, all the mm -hmm. mountains, yeah. Um, but it started raining and lightning. So they shut down the outside rides. So he was like, he gave us a couple options. He was like, okay, we can do this or we can do this. So what we decided on was to just do some of the indoor rides. We ended up doing Peter Pan, Haunted Mansion, um, Pirates. Pirates. Yeah. And I, I think that might be it at Magic Kingdom that we did. Now, are you basically going in the genie plus line and you're waiting in that line or do you yeah. like go even ahead of those people we go in the lightning lane lightning lane okay yeah and where did we go okay at magic kingdom we entered kind of beside space mountain is yeah. where we parked mm -hmm. in payments park um after the they because they opened that alley up after fireworks most nights yes yeah, yeah. So okay. that's kind of where we were. Did and then, it get better at Animal Kingdom, weather-wise? Um, yeah, it didn't really yeah. rain much anymore. Um, you know, Florida, it rained for 30 minutes and then it was done. But it was long enough to kill our Magic Kingdom plan. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but we did get free Disney ponchos out of it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> he brought us a bag of like 10 Disney ponchos that cool. I never had to use mine. So mine's it folded up still brand new um nice. so then at animal kingdom um we were our time was just about up so he put us on flight of passage we took our pictures said our goodbyes we took pictures at every park um with the whole group like holding up one finger at the first park and then two three four so we have four pictures of us holding up you know, all the numbers. So that's really fun. That was actually really adorable. I'm glad you guys did that. Cause that was a cool photo op. Yeah. And he was in them like, he took them, he took some without himself and then he would like get in the picture. So it was super fun. Um, he, I, you can request your VIP tour guide. So anyone listening to this, if you would like to request Jonathan, um, his name is Jonathan Hurd, H-E-R-D. And you can request him. I'm sure anyone you get would be wonderful, but we highly recommend him because we have that personal experience. Um, at the end of the tour, he gave us 50th anniversary VIP tour pins. Mm -hmm. um, so they have like the plaid background and it's a castle with the 50th and it's like a VIP trading pin, but you would never want to trade it. <laughs> That's really cool. Yeah. And I'll also say, if you go on a VIP tour guide, they, they are pricey. Um, there's no two ways around that. But the tour guides themselves do not get all that money that we that you're paying Disney. Um, that money goes in Disney po Disney's pockets, not the tour guides' pockets. They are a regular employee. They don't make, you know, probably more than a normal guest relations, guest services person. 
in the parks. So it is important to tip those um, guides because they really help make your day magical. Mm -hmm. And let's be real. If you have enough money to go on a VIP tour, you should be able to tip. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. What I liked about him is that he kept us moving. He was honest with us about expectations. Like he definitely, um, like tempered expectations. Cause at one point we said, well, can we go over and do a Remy? And he said, well, we can, but it's a 12 minute one way walk. Um, and he, he was up for the challenge of getting the four parks in six hours. So he like hustled a bit with us, but he you wouldn't be able to do it with, you might not want to do that with kids or if you no. have like older people in wheelchairs, it would not be ideal. But he was, he was just, like I said, a, had a ton of knowledge about Disney parks history, like the rides themselves. He was telling us the backstory behind um, the Guardians of the Galaxy ride. Mm-hmm. And I got to sit with him on Haunted Mansion and he was, uh, I've learned a lot about Haunted Mansion over the years because it is one of my favorites, but I learned new things with him. So mm-hmm. He, he actually was, asked us all before we got on. He was like, okay, who's our biggest Haunted Mansion fan? And we were all like, Stephanie. And he was like, okay, I'm going to ride with you, Stephanie, so I can give you all the information. <laughs> it was awesome. I, like he told me I had never, and I, I think maybe on some level I was avoiding, but I, it was it was time to pull back the curtain. But he told me how the um, ballroom works and I'm floored. Don't ruin it. No. <laughs> I, I won't, but I'm just like, I can't believe it's much more complex than I would have thought. Huh. Okay. So that sounds amazing. I want to know how your trip was though. Like the full trip. I think that that was your full trip. Wasn't it Amber? No, that no, was my full trip, but she's talking to you. Okay. You, okay. Well, you. I was like, I was just going to give Amber a, a chance to, um, well, wrap up I you, you were just too. a quick one, right? Like there. Yeah. I went by myself. I left my family at home and booked one night at Pop Century and went on the VIP tour and flew back that night. That's awesome. So, but Stephanie happened to be there <laughs> in the park. Yeah, with her it family was. That week. And actually, the day that we were there was my 13th wedding anniversary, um, which is <sighs> another reason that I wanted to go on Haunted Mansion with him because it was my 13th anniversary. I was trying to find like some couples related like shirts or whatever while we were there I don't do matching shirts I don't buy them on <laughs> Etsy or whatever um but now I kind of wish maybe I had thought about that beforehand but yeah so we were there um seven nights and we stayed at the contemporary we were in the um tower we had the lake view um over bay lake it was the new Incredibles rooms. They mm-hmm. are adorable. I absolutely love them. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the things I was worried about, especially traveling with small children when they started renovating all the rooms is that they were putting in non-carpeted floors. So they're like, I don't think they're actually wood, but they look like wooden floors in like Pop Century and Art of Animation. And it can get kind of loud. Um, but at contemporary, they have like an area rug underneath the beds that kind of helps with some of the sounds and keeps the the feet noises down. Um, it does sleep five, 
it's the the couch is a fold down bed and even my almost seven and almost 10 year old they were kind of taking turns but shockingly they didn't want to sleep on the couch they wanted the bed because I think the mattress was a little too firm a little Mm -hmm. uncomfortable for them Um, but so we really liked the room the Incredibles touches are obvious but subtle if that makes sense like there it it doesn't it's not like pop century um with the huge statues outside or anything like that mm-hmm. um we went to Sanaa for the first time that was our first what? time going to Sanaa I know first time yeah but okay, report back how do you feel about the bread service okay bread service was amazing okay I would go to Sanaa for bread service and then I would personally rather go over to Boma um, or, you know, one day Chico. Chico. Um, but yeah, it was, I, I did really like um, the food there. It was, it was great food and she gave us an off menu dessert she described it as like a Snickers bar and I think an almond joy with pistachio, whatever it was, it was delicious. We ate it like two days later, um, but it was really good. Um, we had some interesting experiences. We were evacuated off of Remy. Oh. Um, so that was bizarre. <laughs> um, the area where we were, you could whisper and the entire room could hear you. It was like I, the acoustics in there were wow. super weird. Um, and then when we got back on it again, later in the day, we got paused right before the champagne cork. And like the ride went again, but it just like added to the suspense. Like it was paused almost like they were helping someone in a wheelchair get on and off the loading. And yeah, that was, that was a little much on the nerves, but. Did they uh, give you return passes to come back? When it they was- gave us basically one of the like. Anytime, any ride. Do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Except for the individual lightning lanes, like the, the e-ticket rides. Um but the kids got to see enchantment i liked it a little bit better just watching their reactions to it um but a little bit bummed that just a week and a half later they put in what we've all been waiting for Um, (laughs) so listeners i don't know if you've seen but they have added in at the very beginning of the show a kind of like little tribute to um walt and roy with projections and everything and I think that was the emotional connection that everybody was wanting and not understanding why it wasn't coming through for the 50th anniversary. That improved it for you, Stephanie? Well, I haven't, I haven't watched any videos of it yet, but I think it oh. would have. Okay. Um, I still love Harmonious. We ended up right by the um, Pagoda. I, I like that spot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the Japanese pagoda. Um, we did get to go to Space 220. That was really cool. Um, sitting in the restaurant is really neat. The cards that they give to the children, which I guess you wouldn't get that experience if you don't have kids, but the cards that they give to the kids let you know some of the things that you're seeing through the windows. 
my one complaint <laughs> is that the windows have like a strip of bright white lighting around them. And I was having an incredibly hard time getting any good pictures because it just washes out the screens and it really makes it look like a screen rather than a window. Mm. So I don't know if that's something they can improve upon or if I just need to improve my photography skills. And the food was okay. Um, I had the burrata for the um, appetizer. That was, I would definitely recommend that. Um, the cheeseburger was okay. I wouldn't have paid $55 for a lunch for it, but it was okay. Um, I think what else we did that was something that we have not done before. We spent more time at Disney Springs than we normally do. And they had a little dance show and I got to experience Eddie Maserati. There was <laughs> this older gentleman dancing. And at first I was like, uh, what is going on? This is a little creepy. And dude looks like a Lamborghini threw up on him. <laughs> in a sparkly way and so I looked it up and he's like this Orlando treasure people were really concerned about him during the pandemic and he has been interviewed by the Orlando Sentinel and he says that going to the um dance parties at Disney Springs is how he stays fit oh wow he, he, <laughs> he must go to a lot of dance parties I think he's there almost every <laughs> night it's crazy um, he has his own fan page on Facebook. Jonathan, our VIP tour guide, actually is a member of the fan page or like likes the fan page or whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was a, it was a good trip. Um, we basically hit each park twice. Um, got all the rides that we wanted to, except for Tower of Terror, because nobody will ride with me. <laughs> um, it and it was fun because my daughter hit a new benchmark in terms of height so she was able to ride more stuff with us she didn't like everything that she rode with us she was not a fan of expedition everest or um guardians of the galaxy and i don't think she liked space mountain either she's growing into a roller coaster still yeah 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 a little bit and my family finally after all these years caught me in the most successful lie I've ever told. I've been telling my husband for years that the height requirement for Kali River Rapids was much taller than it actually is. Because <laughs> I do not like that ride. So they got me to go on it. And of course, we all ended up soaked. Which oh, wow. At Animal <laughs> Kingdom, because then you're just like steaming. I feel like a, a steamed bun at the end of the day. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was a good trip. It was nice being at the Contemporary just to be able to walk or take the monorail for most places. Um, yeah, that was any, anything else? I. No, it sounds like a great trip. Yeah, we didn't. Um, I'm sorry. We did cancel a La Cellier reservation. Oh I know. Um, I love that one. But it was food and wine. So we wanted to just kind of snack our way around. Okay, so how about like your top food and wine pick? What was your favorite thing you ate? Um, the Brazilian cheese bread or whatever it was. Good. Not, no. Oh, Everyone not talks about how, I don't know if it's Brazilian, but I think it is. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Okay, first of all, it looks like somebody's like 
moly old person backside. Like, oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the, now I definitely don't want it. <laughs> I, I think I put a picture of it on TikTok and was like, yeah. Um, <sighs> so anyway, it, it doesn't look appealing. And then when you eat it, there's like hardly any bread. It's just like a mound of cheese, which, and I love cheese. Like I love, you know, all kinds of cheese, but it just, it was not that good. The ratio was off and visually not appealing. Correct. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Stephanie, what about you? So for me, it's a tie between the, um, pork buns at, at the China booth mm-hmm. and, um, the raclette Swiss cheese. Oh, that's so good. I, yeah. I mean, yeah, I get it every time we're there for food and wine. It's so good. I just love watching them carve it off of that giant block. I don't know what that is, but. And the smell drives a lot of people away. So I didn't really have to share it, which was Ooh, it's probably my it. favorite part. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah so I did go to um, La Cava for the first time. Oh, yay. Yeah. Um, I guess you're just always there with kids and it's not the most kid-friendly place, but I went with two other agents, Sarah and Abby, the night before our VIP tour. And I got the fun drink that they put like the smoke in the glass container and it, the smoke like gives it a wood chippy fit, like taste like a, I don't know, it's like infused with this woodsy flavor. Um, and it's like a big thing, you know, and of course you have to make a video of them, like lifting right. the thing and the smoke coming out and it's super fun. I mean, it's like a $33 drink, but you know, it's Disney. You're going to overpay for stuff. You did it for the gram. I did it. Yeah. yeah I think that's the one <laughs> I did that it for the top. There you go. Mezcal in it. I, I went there, but I had to get my margarita. I don't, Gotta get the <laughs> I don't stray from that. And then by the time I was done with the avocado, it was time for a gramonier slushie. So it was a good yeah. night. <laughs> Stephanie, yeah. I feel like we have the same loop when it comes to the drink walk around <laughs> <I> the world. <laughs> um, so one other super interesting thing that happened. Um, my son really wanted to do the people mover. He is my people. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were there for one of the um, late night um, for the deluxe resort. And my husband and daughter went over to Barnstormer and they had pulled into the station, but they weren't quite up to where you get out and a kid jumped out of the seat. Oh, wow. And he ended up like on this grassy area, but he's not supposed to be there. They had to emergency stop the entire ride. He said that everybody was like running around the platform, like frantically, they were calling in like, supervisors from like two or three different levels um it was a grandmother or an aunt riding with the kid and she wasn't really watching him Hmm. and my husband said by the time he noticed what the kid was doing it was too late and so they they got stuck on the ride for like 10 or 15 minutes and um they had to like get ladders out for them to get off of the ride. The people who were stuck on the hill had to walk down the staircase and it's the end of the night. They, they can't give them like you can get a return pass, but if that's your last day, there's nothing you can do about it. Right. So that's something that's never happened to us before. Mm-hmm. I didn't even, I didn't even know it was possible. Um, 
but yeah, she was, you know, she was an older person. He was a little kid. There was definitely enough room for him to get out. So that, that, that always does make me a little nervous on those rides where it's one single bar. Right. If you're a lot bigger than the person riding with you, like your kid, it can get pretty scary. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if some seatbelts show up on that. Hmm. Probably right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was really neat. <laughs> and my daughter, she was so excited to have a story to tell. <laughs> and my son wanted every single detail. So that kept them busy for a while. That's what you mean. Okay. So, so many fun trips we've taken this summer. Like it's sad that they're over with and we're back to school, right? And work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's back to the grind. Good memories though. Really good memories. Well, Stephanie, (laughs) do you want to share your news with our listeners? Yeah, no, I don't, I I do, but I don't because it's hard. Um, but I am going to scale back from the podcast. I'm, um, you know, with life and everything right now, it's just not something that I can really commit to a whole lot. Um, and I don't want to hold Amber and Rachel back. And, um, so I'm just going to step back and I'll guest every once in a while. Um, but not part of the, like regularly involved and all, I guess maybe I'll go to be an honorary pod mother. Definitely <laughs> honorary. Right. Amber. I mean, is there another level up? But You're, she's higher higher than than Legacy. Like, <laughs> yes legacy that's something I like what that. is it when like a queen uh, <laughs> well, what's it called the legacy cast members at Disney have the blue pins there you go so, I think so legacy I sounds a, really good I need a blue pin <laughs> but yeah I'm I'm sad it's hard but I've had just so much fun and Amber and Rachel have just become great friends so that's not gonna stop sorry guys I mean, we started this podcast during COVID when we were all locked up at home. So it was so easy to record anytime we wanted. And now, you know, it's, we're busier now. So it's totally understandable that things change. Yeah. All of our kids are getting older. Yeah. We're not, we're not saying goodbye. We're saying we'll see you soon. See you real soon. Yeah. All right, Stephanie, would you like to do the honors of closing us out? Sure. The... Let me put the script back on the screen. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) There's a little behind the scenes action for our (laughs) listeners. All right. So um, I guess, okay, fun fact um, is that if you, I don't know if each of the, uh, do the VIP agents, do they only have one name? Like, do they have to pick a second name if, because like if you request Jonathan, is everybody going to know who that is? I said his last name. Okay. Okay. I thought you it's did. Not, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Re- please request Jonathan Hurd and book through um, one of your fairy pod mothers if you would like a VIP tour. That is something that we can do for you. Um, so thank you for listening to the fairy pod mothers. We are happy to be your one-stop shop for talking tips for Disney, Universal, and beyond. Please join us on Facebook and Instagram to keep the conversation going. Amber, Rachel, and Stephanie are travel professionals with Main Street and More Travel, a no-fee Disney earmarked agency. Please reach out to us on Facebook for a free quote. 
please rate, review, and tell your friends. And we'll see you real soon. Bye. 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 <laughs>